The following is a hoop ball presentation. Good evening and happy holidays to Hoopball Mavericks and Mavericks Nation. This is the Hoopball Mavs podcast. I'm your host, Lawrence Brooks, and we are back to talk about this season's games. We have two games that have passed. First game against the Suns, second game against the Lakers, and a lot to get into. It has been a crazy season to start, or I shouldn't say crazy, just maybe a little unexpected. But, you know, with two losses comes a lot of lessons. And there's nothing better to, to learn from than a loss when you're trying to get on track, you're trying to integrate new pieces, and you're trying to move forward. So with that being said, we will definitely get into everything that we just saw. No one should panic. I know there's a lot of people out there that think the Mavericks are somehow, you know, headed nowhere fast. Or, you know, you see a lot of reaction online where people are talking about the game and they think this guy doesn't fit, this guy should be benched. All of that is... It's fine to have emotion, but let's understand that the season just started. We had two games that just passed, and we'll definitely dive into that. But first, let me talk to you guys really quick. It is Hoop Ball promo time. This is a huge, huge week for everyone at Hoop Ball because all of our 2021 NBA season products are finally for sale. They've been for sale, but we have to reiterate because we want everyone out there to succeed. We want everyone out there to win championships. So stick with us here because there's a lot to go over. But we almost never push our hoop ball products, and this is the window during the year where we need to power through with all we can. Here's what's out. Obviously, the draft guide. This is our flagship, our shiny beacon, the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. Our guys went 400 players deep again this year. A future access pass to the Brewski 150 is also out. If you don't know the Brewski 150, you need to know now, and I mean ASAP. It's the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for the 10 straight years. And new for this year, HoopBall is unveiling our monthly membership plans, which you should have been seeing from our tweets and our all of our promo going on. Um, I'll try to keep this part short as much as I can. We have the fantasy pass, which includes the draft guide, the Brewski 150, the also the new DFS pass and all of our in-season premium tools. The DFS pass is also available on its own. If that's your thing, we have the new wager pass for sports bettors who want picks and analysis, and we have the HoopBall 360. That thing has all the stuff above, plus even earlier access for the Brewski 150, although it is out now, so the early doesn't necessarily apply, but you should still be getting on that. Head to HoopBall, head to hoop-ball.com or follow at HoopBallFantasy on Twitter now, now to learn more and get yours. Okay, so... Now that we have that, let's talk about the game on the 23rd. It was the opening game for, for the Mavericks against the Suns. I think we were all really excited to see how this team would look with the new additions, um, the new pieces that they have, obviously. And then Luka coming back, um, running this team. No Chris Stapps Porzingis to start. We all know that. No big deal. They played really well without him at times last year, but we were hoping to build off of the playoffs and see what they had coming into this season. But it just didn't quite go as expected. I mean, they came out, they missed six of their first seven shots. 
and went to a, a seven, a, missed the first six shots and went to a 7-0 deficit. Obviously, you don't want to start the season that way. But they're professionals. No big deal. Leads are always going to happen. Guys are going to start fast, end slow, start slow, end fast, or just start fast and play straight through. But it was definitely a bad omen for this game as it pertained to the Mavs. They just could not get on track. Just just for note, just because I love the guy, Josh Richardson scored the first two points of the season for the Mavs. Um, got him going, got him on the board. Luka was 0 for 6 from the floor in the first quarter with less than four minutes remaining, and that was a little concerning. I also didn't too much care for his body language. That was a little, I didn't, it wasn't that it was bad. I just think when things weren't going well, I think that's something that he can work on from a leadership perspective is getting guys refocus and back on task in terms of what they're trying to accomplish and he has to take more he has to take more onus on the defensive end he's not going to be the best defensive player ever but as a tone setter offensively and as a leader of the team he has to also be somewhat of a tone setter defensively not from an aspect of getting stops but he just needs to be a guy that is willing to get sit in a chair and try to get a stop show the effort show the tenacity Show the feistiness that it takes to win some of these games because they have to learn how to win ugly. The Mavs can shoot with the best of them. Obviously, last year with their offense being the best ever from an offensive rating standpoint, we know they're going to be able to score. That's not an issue at all. They specifically went out this offseason and targeted defensive-oriented guys that can come in to help them get stops and it wasn't looking good early. I was a little disappointed in what I was seeing only because I thought that they would I thought they would come out and show that side of the court to be the to to be something that they have definitely taken pride in and something that they've been working on. Obviously with the offseason being as short as it is and having as limited practice time as they've had, you can't do everything you want to do. You can't implement all of your defensive schemes that maybe you'll start you'll slowly continue to integrate as the season goes along not to mention guys being new to the system so maybe there's an adjustment period there but overall I just wanted to see a little bit better defense I mean there was way too many times where Devin Booker comes off of dribble handoffs or if he's in a pick and roll action and he's getting to the foul line and getting a lot of what he wants no matter who was guarding him it didn't matter Josh Richardson who they brought in to be a defensive guy didn't matter Granted, Devin Booker is Devin Booker, so we can't get too carried away and we're asking him to come in and, and be this defensive stopper that stops guys from scoring at all. But the objective is to make things difficult on the opposing team. And the Phoenix Suns looked extremely comfortable. I mean, they didn't when I was watching the game, especially in the first half, they didn't really get anything that they didn't want. Um, the Mavericks weren't making them uncomfortable to me, and they weren't shooting well, so that was just a recipe for disaster. But as we know, they can get going. Um, Trey Burke came off the bench. He was aggressive. I mean, first two shots right off the bench, I mean, literally within the first minute, he was he took two shots. And even with all that being said, with the cold shooting, the Mavs were only down 22 to 23 after the first quarter. So that lets you know that they will always be in ball games with their shot making ability. That's something that that will always keep them close. But now the defensive side of things, something that they wanted to target in the offseason has to be, has to come to fruition now that the season has started. 
I, and like I said, when Kristaps Porzingis gets back, that's going to help rim protection. That's going to help um, paint presence, his his versatility laterally to be able to move his feet. He's not someone who can get stops, but he deters a lot of shots, and he's a big anchor to what they want to do defensively in terms of funneling guys in different areas and forcing bad percentage shots overall. So I'm sure that will help too. So I don't want to let that point go unnoticed because I know they're still working through some things as all teams are just because they started out um, losing their first two games doesn't mean it's the end of the world or that they won't get on track. They've just they just clearly have some things to clean up and that has to be done ASAP. You don't want to get in too much of a hole in the West because there's too many tough teams and you want to get some of these early games and you want to use this as a barometer for where you're going moving forward. Like I said, the Phoenix Suns is a team that traditionally gives the Mavericks problems, but this would have been a good game to kind of flip the page on that and say, hey, we're here to play. We come to get this win. But again, it would be great to have Kristaps Porzingis. That wasn't the case. Um, halftime, they were only down 53-45. Luka, but Luka had 13 points, but he had missed 10 of 15 shots. And that's something else to talk about too, because when your team is missing shots, it is much more difficult to get into your defensive sets. It's much more difficult to get back in transition and locate guys, especially with so many guys that can hit shots at a high rate and at a high level. Um, it's just it's asking a lot, especially of a team that's still trying to find their way on the defensive end of the court. And you don't and you know you got Dorian Finney-Smith out there, Maxi Kleber. James Johnson's coming off the bench. I mean, you have a number of guys who can help on the defensive end, but you have to make shots so that you can get back and set your defense. And, and that's something that the Mavericks weren't doing a lot of in the first half, in, including I mean, including Luka, who missed 10 of his 15 shots. Um, but, thing, but he did make his, his free throws. He was 5 for 5 as of late in the third quarter. He was struggling from 3. Um... The Mavs, I mean, Josh Richardson, he was the only guy really in a good flow. I mean, throughout almost after halftime, he was he had 12 points on five of nine shooting. He was having the best shooting night of everybody. But again, they were struggling defensively due to missed shots. Seems like poor communication and poor rotation. Um, another aspect of why Luka was also not playing or not scoring at at the clip that he maybe wanted to is. Mikael Bridges was on him, and his length and athleticism was giving Luka issues all night. I just noticed that his tenacity and his ability to get in certain spots and not and cut Luka off from being able to take the angles that he can, that was really hurting him, and that was something that that really bothered, bothered, bothered them offensively and kind of got them out of a rhythm. And overall, they shot 24% from three. You can't shoot 24% from three as a team that thrives on three-point shooting and expect to win many games. It doesn't matter how much defense you play. Again, like I said, if you're if the ball is coming off the rim and it's going long and teams are in transition, you can't get back and set your defense. It makes it a lot tougher to get into your get into your scheme and get into all the assignments that you may have started the game with when you're constantly getting the ball when the other team is constantly getting the ball off the rim. That's just not going to work. It was a welcome sight. We actually saw Jalen Brunson, a guy who was missing last year. He came back with the second unit looking like J.J. Barea 2.0. I mean, he was big down the stretch for them. He tried to get them back in this game. 
but it wasn't enough. But the Mavs, again, they have to learn how to win ugly games. That's something that will take them a step further this year because when the playoffs come and the game slows down, they will need to be able to get stops. They will need to be able to get tough buckets, finish at the foul line with free throws, and just win those gritty games. That's not to say that they can't do it, but I think now that they have more defensive firepower, though some of the games that maybe get close in the last four minutes that can get a little dirty, they have to be able to win those games. And another thing, the rebounding has to be better. They were These two games have not been great for rebounding. Neither time. I mean, I don't think that they were always a great rebounding team to begin with, but it was very apparent throughout the game, especially against Phoenix, that they could not get stops and they could not get rebounds. If you can't get either of those, it's going to be a problem, a big problem, because now you're now you're already struggling defensively. Now you can't get stops. Now you're trying to make up for it. Um, by out shooting a team and you're not even getting the ball, you, you don't even have the ball, you're not possessing the basketball to even do anything with it on the other end. So you have to get a stop, get a rebound, and then be able to push it up the floor. But in both of these games, they struggled mightily rebounding. And I and I and that was a surprise that I didn't expect to see coming into this season with these guys um, not being able to rebound. And so then you have tonight's game where I didn't expect the Mavericks to win this game per se, only because I felt like Anthony Davis is such a mismatch problem. They literally have no one to even give him issues because they have so many wings, but they're all undersized. Dwight Powell, he's not the answer. There's not many guys in the NBA that, that are the answer. Let's just make that clear. But the Mavericks personnel in particular they don't have a seven foot guy that can that can move laterally not even a 611 guy not even really a 610 guy that can that can stay in front of him but also bother him on the offensive end and make things tough so you have Anthony Davis who's getting whatever he wants you have LeBron James who's playing he's he's kind of in cruise control right now but he still puts his imprint on the game. I mean, he had 22 points and 10 assists, but he just controlled the basketball game. And for the Mavericks, I mean, you got Luka, he had 10, but then you get 17 from Josh Richardson, but everyone else was just kind of floating around. I mean, you got 10 from Dorian Finney-Smith, but overall, if you're not getting stops, then you're really not you're really not doing anything that can help win basketball games and that's something that they wanted to make sure that they were doing coming into this season and again you're not getting stops and you're not rebounding really well both recipes for disaster something they have to definitely clean up but they can but they can clean this up so it's not something that we can't that they can't continue to work on as they move forward throughout the season they should get better at that they should make it a focal point in practices in terms of making sure that when they do get a defensive stop, they also secure the rebound so that it is a full, complete stop on the opposite end. Otherwise, they're going to run themselves ragged trying to stay with other teams. You can't outshoot everybody, so they have to learn to win some of these games that are not necessarily their best night on the offensive end. So, 
for one second, let me also tell you about another one of our sponsors, Manscaped. So 2020 has been the year of things happening that are completely out of our control. But there's one thing you can control, and that's shaving for all men. Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to remind you to do so. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premium electric trimmer that's designed to give you confidence boost through body image. Their ceramic blade and skin safe technology are designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellows down below. No one wants any nicks, especially in that area. So make sure make sure that you know that in terms of getting something from Manscaped, that is a great feature, something that I take pride in because everyone's trying to be careful. The Lawnmower 3.0 is also waterproof and comes with an LED light so you can manscape in the shower, in the dark, or in a dark shower, whatever floats your boat. But it is there even if you don't want to have the lights on, you want to have them down, play a little music. Everyone has their own vibe, but I think those features are great for an item that we all should have. In fact, listeners of this show will get 20% off plus free shipping with the code here at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code XXX. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns and shave that trunk. Okay, so all in all for me with the Mavs, I'm not, this isn't panic mode for me. I think that they can definitely take some lessons away from these two games. We don't have to worry about what they haven't done in terms of do we need to go get someone else to do these roles. They have all the personnel to do everything that they want to do and accomplish everything they want to accomplish. They have to shoot better collectively as a team, but I think the focal point right now is rebounding and defense. If they can if they can shore that up, especially the rebounding, they should be just fine. I don't think that there's any reason to worry about how they will look moving forward. I think that's a this is a team that has had their fair share of ups and downs. They've been through they've kind of been through the wars together so to speak. And Rick Carlisle is an excellent coach, top 5 in my opinion, might might even be top 3. An argument can be made that he's top 3. But I think with that being said, they just have a great great coaching staff that should get them going in the right direction and we don't have to necessarily worry if this team is going to fall fall any further than they did last year. They finished 7th. I have them predicted as you guys know, I think that they're a 4-5 seed, but they have to they have to show it. And when Porzingis gets back, that will start to really show what this team is because when you're missing your second star, no matter who it is, for any team, that is that is just a big blow that's going to have a domino effect on everything you do schematically and everything you do rotation-wise. Some guys are playing a little bit out of position. So I'm assuming when Porzingis gets back, Dwight Powell is probably coming off the bench. So you have a little more firepower coming there. He can continue to play in the pick and roll, um, having success against second units around the NBA, which I think he's better suited for, even though he can play spot duty and a starter role. I don't think he's necessarily bad for what they want to do. But Porzingis being there kind of sets the table in the front court, and it helps everything they have going on. So Mavericks Nation, everyone just take a deep breath, and we'll be fine. We don't have to necessarily worry just yet. Let's get a little healthier. Let's make sure these guys are getting back on the same page and just continue to build with each other. They don't have to necessarily get it all together in the first few games. It would have been great to get wins, but 
as teams go, some teams start fast and finish slow. Some teams start slow and finish fast. And for them, these are all learning lessons that they should have moving forward and they should be just fine. So um, with that being said, thank you for listening to our to this podcast today. Happy holidays to everyone out there. Don't have too much. Don't stress too much about the Mavericks game. We'll be just fine. Again, you should see me live tweeting at Hoopball Mavs or at LB Said It. That's L B S A I D I T. And at Hoopball Mavs, that's H O O P B A L L M A V S. Um, continue to download, subscribe, leave a five star review. Let us know how you like the show. Continue to follow us. And we are off and running for this season. I'm excited. I'm ready to see how this team is going to continue to to mold and continue to come together. I like some of the things I've seen so far, but rebounding and defense, or especially with the defense being something that was supposed to be amped up coming into this season, I just want to see a little bit more tenacity from everyone as a whole. And if we don't rebound, we won't even be in a lot of these games. So that's a little concerning, but I think it's more effort than it is scheme, so that can be fixed. So Um, Everyone, stay safe out there. I will talk to you soon. Let's go, Mavs Nation. We'll be back with the next episode after we get another game or two under our belt. And hopefully when we get back, we're having a different discussion and we're talking W's instead of losses. Okay, everyone, talk to you soon. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.